listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello, and welcome to On the Couch with Carly. I want to talk today about something that I think is a controversial topic in the sense that Well, I get the feeling that there is a group of people who feel very underrepresented by a lot of the content that I share on my Instagram platform, but also on this podcast, because I have been focusing for so long on the experience of mothers and parents. And I have gotten a few comments that allude to the feeling or belief that, and I think that this is a real thing, that there is a sense that parenting is sort of held in such high regard and is seen as something that, um, I don't know, is, is like morally superior and that people who don't have children are somehow less than like they like and that somehow because I'm focusing on the parenting experience I am marginalizing the voices of those who are childless and I am excluding from my audience those who are childless and um and that is something that is perpetuating something that I think is felt on a societal cultural level, which is that somehow being a parent um, is given higher moral value in our society. And there is this narrative that, you know, you need to become a parent. To be a parent is to be a more evolved version or you will not have access to certain experiences unless you become a parent. So I got a question in my inbox, which was, have you ever done a podcast on why you chose to become a parent? And it made me think about the fact that in my audience, there might be people who either are not parents because they're choosing not to be parents, or there might be people who are not parents because they cannot become parents, Um, or there are people in my audience who are wrestling with the question of whether to become parents. I've certainly gotten a few inquiries from couples who are wrestling with that question and want to come to therapy because they want to work out what are they feeling about becoming parents? Should they do it? Shouldn't they? What do they need to think about beforehand? So I thought today that I would discuss some of the thoughts or ideas that I have about parenting and about the choice to become parents. And I'm very careful I want to be very careful to not impose my own individual ideas here, but more speak to the 
range of experiences that are possible. So I'm going to try to do that. And I hope that what you gain from this conversation or from this podcast is a sense of what people who are grappling with the idea of whether to become parents or not, what they might be grappling with. Um, And if I miss anything out or if I don't represent you and you feel like you want to speak to this issue a bit more, please reach out to me and share your thoughts via DM on my Instagram. You can email me. You can call me. All of my details are on my Instagram page or on my website. And both are on the couch with Carly. So let me start. The, the, the thing I want to express, and I... I don't know how to say this other than to give a little bit from my own experience, but I don't believe that everyone should be parents. I don't have a desire to tell people to become parents. I don't even think I want to encourage people to become parents. I, I when people tell me they're not sure whether they want to be parents. I don't feel it is my duty to persuade them. Um, And I think that there is a problem in how we conceptualize parenthood as the sort of, um, I don't know, as a, as a as an as an example as a as a symbol of success in the world as a, a notch on your you know an accolade something that you can hold up to for society's approval um i think it's a biological imperative like i think there is well like with all living organisms a biological need to reproduce but I also know that we are thinking beings with prefrontal cortexes that allow us to make decisions and to inhibit instinctual behaviors and so we do have a choice as to whether we are going to reproduce. I think that there are lots of logical arguments why one shouldn't reproduce or at least why one should have less children rather than more children. Like, for example, the fact that there is such a thing as overpopulation, like there is um, a scarcity of resources, and we know that overpopulation is, is one of the reasons why our planet is really, really struggling. And so I'm not telling you that because you've had children you are morally wrong um as you know i have children so i'm not i'm not judging i'm just saying that if you were to make the argument that logically it isn't the right thing for everybody to have children i would say absolutely absolutely i accept that so that's what i wanted to set out at the foreground at the fore, at the at the onset just to say I'm not saying I encourage everyone to have children. 
And actually, my experience of being a parent is that it's incredibly hard. I listened to this really interesting podcast this morning about how women, for the for the most part, are told that they should dream, that their big dream should be to get married and have children, and that this is something that's sold to us, and that actually getting married and having children is a little bit like enlisting for um, unpaid slave labor. Um, there's a, it's a really hard job to be a parent and a particularly hard job to be a mother in a society in which your labor is invisible and yet it is crucial for how the systems that exist carry on as is unchallenged. Um, if you want to listen to a podcast on this, um, Jamila Jamil's I Way. She just had a, a guest on who spoke about this. It's really interesting. Um, so actually the experience of having children is a lot of labor, a lot of work, a lot of effort. Um, there is an enormous amount of freedom and um being able to make choices that benefit yourself, that gets taken away from you. So I do believe that there are extremely taxing consequences for having children. I'm not saying that there isn't joy and um, that there isn't reward, but I'm saying that there is also a lot of hard work and a lot of effort and a lot of sacrifices and it is hard. And so when people say to me, I don't have children, I don't feel compelled to say, well, you should do it. It's the best because I actually think it's a lot of hard work. I think that our system is broken. I think that there is disproportionate pressure on mothers to do the work of parenting and that it is unsustainable how we are set up to take on almost all of the labor at home while also having full-time jobs. Um, I know that there's just yeah, so many benefits to not having children. And so just let's just stay there for a little bit. It's okay if that is your choice. It is great if that is your choice. It's a freaking brilliant choice to make. It is as worthy and valid as the choice to have pair, as to, the choice to have children, to choose not to have children. But if you are not sure, if you are thinking about having children and you're wondering about what do I need to know beforehand? What do I need to think about beforehand? What do I need to, how do I know when I'm ready? How do I know when I want children? Okay. So that's kind of what I want to address today is how do you, how do you come to this conclusion? How do you make this decision? Well, I think 
for lots of people, it's a foregone conclusion. I think for a lot of people, they grow up and as children, they feel they want children. And there's probably some biological reasons for this. Like there's probably some, um, I, I guess, like um, predispositions that some people are just more uh, inclined to to enjoy child caring activities and wanting to emulate child caring activities from a young age. Um, I think that this is possible in both boys and girls and everyone in between. I think that for the most part, girls are socialized into being mothers more than boys are socialized into being fathers. So girls are presented with dolls, boys are not. That's changing, thankfully. But because girls are presented with dolls, they, from a young age, get to project onto those dolls the the, the fantasy of being mothers and caretaking, and they get to emulate their their mothers in in their play. And it starts there. So if you were a child that liked to play with dolls, you might have concluded from a very young age, I want to be a parent. And that might be the only reason you have for wanting to be a parent. And that's also fine. Um, I'm not going to speak to some sort of like quantifiable decision-making process where you have to like, you know, tick these six check check boxes. And then if you've ticked, you know, six out of seven check boxes, you are, you should become a parent. It's not like that. It could simply be that you have always wanted to be a parent since you were a child. And that's why you become a parent. The end. But for those who are not as clear and get into young adulthood, build careers, maybe find a partner that they like and think they want to spend the rest of their life with, and then get sort of, I guess, thrust into that decision. They go, they get told, okay, this is kind of the next step in life. What are we going to do? Are we going to have a baby? And there isn't that absolute kind of self-knowledge that's come with from childhood that says, of course, we're going to have children. Then I think you've got to work out what you want. And and that can be really, really tricky. Um, So I think a few things to consider is what your experience was as a child and your experience of family. Um, When you start to plan a family, you will undoubtedly start thinking about your own family circumstances and your own childhood and what it was like for you to be a child. If you had an overwhelmingly positive experience, you would feel more inclined to become a parent because essentially it's a less scary concept. What's It's something that feels safe. It's something that feels doable and It's almost like you're inviting the ghosts from the past and those ghosts are friendly ghosts, right? If you didn't have a happy childhood, if your your relationship with your parents is strained or you felt that your parents were unkind or neglectful or abusive or 
problematic in, in whatever way. And your experience of being a child was marked with sadness, insecurity, distress. Then the so-called ghosts of the past will be, will haunt you. And the, the idea of inviting that back to say, okay, let's go back to childhood. Let's go back to being in relationship to children. This time we are the parents, but it's still that same feeling of that was a scary time. Why would I want to go back there? So that's one option. The other option, and this is a typical one as well, is I had a shitty childhood I want to do it differently. I want to offer my children what I never had. I know what I didn't receive. I know what my parents did that I would never do. I want a chance to, to do it right, you know, and a lot of people go into it with those reasons. Um, I've heard people talk about their desire to have children because there is a sense that they want a legacy, someone to carry on their name, carry on their their values, you know. And I think that's also a valid reason. Um, and I think that there is a lot of hope and a lot of, like, wish Wish, wishing that goes into making a family. So it's a time of fantasy. It's a time of, of, of making dreams. And we do um, imagine what our children are going to be and how they're going to realize our dreams and, and realize our, the image of, of, what we're, of, what we're, of what we're hoping for, of what we're... Um, thinking up from our imagination and obviously that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get exactly what you wish for it doesn't mean that the picture is going to look exactly as you think it's going to look but that's for the most part what might be motivating you is that there's this dream there's this idea there's this hope of what it will look like and what it will feel like and what it will offer you um so I think if you can, if you are in touch with that, then that would be on the one hand, what would motivate you to go towards parenting. Now, while you might have those dreams and pictures in your head that seem alluring, you might have equally powerful images in your head of what, of what might go wrong, of what might be scary about inviting this journey into your life, this, this adventure into your life. And I think that that's what comes up for lots of people is there's the, this idea of, okay, there's a lot of potential reward, but there's also a lot of potential risk. And I think that's when it becomes really tricky, when it's like, well, what wins? You know, do I go for it? Or do I hold back? And, of course, I can't answer that question for you and I can't give you a clear way to come up with a conclusion. 
for some people, it's going to be instinctual. It's going to be a feeling thing that you will have some sort of bodily almost response that says, yes, go for it. And for other people, it's going to be a logical process where where the pros and cons are weighed up against each other and a decision is made based on a thought-out rational plan. And you are going to have to figure that out yourself, right, based on who you are as a person and who your partner is. Um, I think that one way to make the decision is to spend time around children and spend time around families and see what it's like to have to have children, to be in relationship to children, to see the complexity of the relationship. And one way to do it is to check in with yourself in terms of your own levels of comfort and desire. Do I want to stay where I am? Do I want to reach for something else? And some people might say that it's not even our choice, that it's some sort of spiritual thing that children choose us, that when a child wants to be born, it finds a way, you know. I'm not saying I believe or don't believe that, but I think that's an interesting concept, that some of it is out of our hands, that it's something that is like our destiny, whether we choose it or not, you know. I do know of people who didn't want to be parents and then fell pregnant, had a baby, and were absolutely overwhelmed with joy and love and said to themselves, I couldn't believe I never wanted this. I I, I can't believe I didn't choose this, and yet it's the happiest I've ever been in my whole life. No, that is possible. Other people try for years to fall pregnant and are unsuccessful and go through multiple um, IVF cycles and struggle to conceive. And when they do conceive, they are happy and then they have a baby. And although they're very happy to have the baby, find it really hard. And say, wow, I had no idea that this is what I was wanting all those years. I didn't realize it was going to be like this, you know. So we can't always predict. We can't always control what the outcome is. I think that there is a dimension of human experience that is that is possible via parenting. I do not know if it is something that is only possible via parenting. I I don't know that that's the case. But I do know that that aspect that is possible through parenting is very, very special. And I do believe can contribute to an individual's evolution. I do believe there's something incredibly important about becoming less selfish and self-involved about having to include the needs of others in your decision-making. I think that there is a sort of rite of passage that is involved in, in choosing to 
foreground another human being's needs before your own. Um, whether that is only possible during, through parenting, I don't know. I do know that it is incredibly beneficial if it is something that you have the capacity to take on. And I think that that is an interesting question. I think that one shouldn't become a parent if one doesn't have the capacity. But just because one does have the capacity doesn't mean one should become a parent. Um, you could have the capacity and still choose not to be a parent, and that's absolutely understandable. Um, I'm not even going into the practical considerations. Of course, there are so many things like financial security, knowing that you can actually provide for children, knowing that there is the emotional safety that the children will be taken care of on an emotional level. I think if I could say one thing about that, having children is a intensely emotional experience. Uh, children need us to become capable of managing our emotions and so if you are someone that struggles to manage emotions if you are someone that de that deals with extreme emotional uh, instability I would caution against having children I would say you need a lot of support if you're going to try and have children un under those circumstances and it is possible that you might need to do therapy or work on yourself a bit more so that you feel a bit more stable and a bit more like your emotions are manageable because a child can be incredibly triggering with because they come with their big feelings so ideally we would only have children if we were potentially able to handle the experience of parenting um, and I think that we need to look at the surrounding context, you know, the society we grow up, that we, that we, that our children are going to grow up in, um, the safety in the environment, the policies that protect children's rights, um, you know, no society is ideal, but it is important for you to know what what are the, what is the context that you find yourself in, and how will that create constraints on your experience as parents? Um, I don't know if I've answered everyone's questions around this. I don't know if this has been a useful topic to bring up. I'm going to end it here. If you have any thoughts, please get hold of me. I'd love to hear what you think. Obviously, the choice to have children is a very individual one, and I would not impose that on anyone else. But these are some of the things you can think about. Take care. Bye.